Hey, what's up, guys? Episode six, Perticast. This is Kenny here with my brother Mo. What's happening, Mo? Hey, hey what's up, Kenny? How you doing, bro? Not too bad. Uh, this episode, guys, uh, last episode was just training talk. We kind of didn't really finish up what we were talking about. And I have some updates. Mo has some updates. So I think we were... Bro, last episode, you were talking about getting exponentially fatter since you've been back to Toronto and how you implemented 10Ks before bed. Go for it. Okay. Well, I mean, really, this starts with you because you some years ago got me onto the strategy of running before bed, have a shower, go to bed, have some water. Sure, have all the water you want. Running before bed, not eating uh, nothing, not having a drop, not eat, con- consuming a single calorie, have all the water you want, you know, rehydrate, go to bed as a, as a weight loss technique. You actually taught yeah. me that technique. Sure. And uh, I've tried it a few times in my life. Every time I've tried it, you get results. I mean, it works. I mean... You know, you don't need to be a, a nutritionist or uh, a kinesiologist or, you know, to understand the science behind it, right? You're basically, yeah. you know, you, uh, you're you forcing your body to burn fat rather than food, right? And or, and or muscle. <laughs> and or muscle. But it is um, what it is. For the eight hours that you sleep, right? Right. And so, yeah, so, yeah, basically, what can I say? It's summertime in Toronto. I'm having a great fucking time. I'm having fun. I'm drinking a lot of beer. I'm going out a lot, smashing chicken wings at the fucking pub at 1 a.m. Nice. I'm gaining a few pounds, you know, especially, mm-hmm. as we've said many times on the show, guys of our genetic stock, you know, we can't get away with what with other people get away with. You know what I mean? Other people can eat whatever they want and drink beer and stay relatively slim. We can't. Guys yeah. like us, our genetics, our genes, if we're drinking too much beer, if we're eating too many carbs, whatever, junk food, it shows no matter how hard we're working out, you know? Yeah, working out doesn't have anything really to do with it. If you're if you're completely off your diet, exercise at that point doesn't really do anything. Yeah. I mean, well, it depends who you are. For us. For us, yes. We've got to specify for us. For us, yeah. I got I, a buddy I, named Tyler Milford who eats whatever the fuck he wants. And his exercise is he rides his bicycle to he rides his bike everywhere. And yeah, sure, that's exercise. I'm not saying it's not. But you know, does he go to the gym for an hour and do hardcore intensive workout? No. He rides his bike to work at home and to the grocery store and back. Guy eats whatever he wants, thin as a pencil, as our grandmother would say. Okay. You know? Okay, so I think, we, I think we could get away with riding our bicycle to work and eating whatever the hell we want and drinking as much beer as we want and not be 250. No way. Not us. No. And um, what, what I was going to say is, uh, yeah, for us, exercise, has no, like that doesn't even count. I go away for a week on vacation and – I run every day and lift every day. I come back 10 pounds heavier. It doesn't matter yeah. if I work. Yeah. The calories Absolutely. stick. They just stick. So listen, bro. So you are at the end of the day, 9, 10 p.m., going out for a 10K. You're going out for a one-hour run, coming home, not eating anything. 
Nothing. See, I thought I told you like 5K, but that doesn't matter. Oh, you put no, no, you'd never told me 10K for sure. Yeah. You probably told me 5K, but you know, bro, desperate times call for oh. desperate measures. I hear you, man. And then, you know? and then, and then, then actually, last night or last week, no, when was that? That was Monday earlier this week. No, that was Tuesday. Tuesday, I did a 15K before bed, and you didn't eat so anything nothing okay here's my question for you then bro here's my question i'm not even saying that's a good thing i'm no, just I saying i did it i don't think it is good but it you know okay this is my question for you when i saw you mm. in june when you came back from burnaby i'm mm. i was walking up the street i was 60 yards away and i'm already thinking to myself what dude at the gym gave my brother diana ball because this guy is fucking jacked your arms were jacked right mm. And you said you were 200 pounds. You were a biscuit over 200 pounds at least, buddy. You were like, <laughs> yeah, I think you were a solid 215. How your arms still look the same as they did before you started this rap massive before bed fasting. I can't, I can't tell by the little thumbnail. Yeah. Do you yeah. think you're muscle? Our, our listeners can't tell. I'm, no. I'm flexing over Skype. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I don't think I'm losing any muscle whatsoever. No, I don't think. Nice. So, so yeah. You know, Okay, so you're still doing it. Yeah, so what can I say? I mean, what are the essential challenges of it? Obviously, sometimes after a run, especially a 10K, you're fucking starving, right? Yeah. So sometimes you feel like eating. Most of the time, I would say I feel like eating. Um, the other thing that can, and you know, whatever, ignore the hunger. Like, you know, like uh, I always like think of Joe Rogan, right? Like when Joe, Joe Rogan... Had, kind of makes these cracks about like um well you know joe rogan i think can sometimes be a little bit oversensitive to overweight people but i do appreciate his joke where like he's got this one episode where he's like why do diets not work because people are like what you want me to not eat when i'm hungry fuck you this diet can eat a dick like and i get i get where he's coming from it's funny right as north americans as people who live in an affluent consumer society where we're used to like getting so much at our fingertips when we want it the idea of like starving yourself of like yeah. is uh, of not eating when you're really hungry is just like foreign and sounds crazy to people but yeah. If your goal is to force your body to burn all that fat that's hanging on your belly rather than the food in your stomach, guess what? That's what that's what you kind of have to do. And and that hunger you feel in your stomach that you feel is like just the most horrible, you know, it's like the lingering touch of death. You know, actually, that's what maybe like for thousands of years your ancestors felt on a daily basis and just accepted it as normal. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, yeah. It, Go right ahead. Yeah. Well, the hunger thing's bullshit because you wake up in the morning and your body's reset. You don't wake up in the morning and want to eat a burger. You wake up in the morning and you yeah. want to have a cup of coffee. So that part of that yeah. is just your fucking brain. But the 10K, yeah. eh, I don't know. The one thing I was thinking about is that I want to do is kind of come up with a plan for me that when I do – okay, so if I go in the evening for an easy 5K, I don't need anything. But if I do do a 10K, like have already in my brain that when I go for a hard 10K – I come home, I smash two bananas and a few eggs so that when I do come home, I'm not like contemplating whether or not I should eat or what I should eat. Because sometimes you just get ravenously hungry and you start smashing shit. 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, because you don't, you don't. I'm saying if you're not trying to lose weight, which is I my see, goal. I see. I see. I see. So I see, I see. I'm just thinking, like, what do I? Act, how much food do I actually need right now after running for 60 minutes? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a whole there's a whole question, right? Because often we eat after working out because we have it in our head. I just worked out. I sh I should or I'm entitled to, or yeah, I should smash a whole bunch of food. But maybe you don't actually need to, or at least as much as you were going to eat, right? Yeah, so if you work it out ahead of time, after you're done, there's no, you know what I mean? You, you know what to yeah. do, right? You got it all set up. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing it, and you've kept doing it, and you shed a couple of pounds. That's yeah, it's working for me. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't weigh myself. I don't own a scale. I don't weigh myself. I look in the mirror. I put on a fitted shirt and see how I look <laughs> in it. Like, that's how I, that's how I judge. You know, okay, bro. Well, it's keep it up. It's working for me. I'll say this: the one other challenge of it is obviously after doing a 10k, you need a whole lot of you need to rehydrate, right? Right. Um, as most of our listeners probably don't know, but I know you know, I have the bladder of an old man. You know, I haven't slept. Yeah. A, I haven't slept a solid eight hours straight without having to wake up to pee in about 20 years. So <laughs> the problem is if I chug a whole bunch of water before going to bed because I just ran a 10K, I can be up all night pissing. That's that's another thing. That, that's But it doesn't always. So I, I think it has a lot to do with different things. I think it's about like getting the right ratio of water and how hydrated you were before you did the run. And But sometimes running a 10K and then going straight to bed, it can give you a bad night. Like you end up waking up in the middle of the night and you're hungry. You're waking up to have because you got to piss and then you're hungry and you feel like eating, but you don't want to eat. You're trying to fall back asleep while you're thinking about how hungry you are. And, you know, it's just it doesn't give you a good night's sleep. That's that's one struggle. But so far, the cost benefit okay. analysis has been, you know, it's like, so I'm doing like three of those a week, like three 10 Ks before. Right bed, OK, you don't, bed. you're not. OK, OK, right on. Yeah, I, I do kind of the same thing, but the opposite is that I owe every morning run for 40 minutes with before I eat on a fasted. Okay. Which is a bodybuilder, which is a bodybuilder way of doing it. And people look at bodybuilders and I know they look fucking stupid, but the fact of the matter is they know how to burn body fat, regardless right. of the, you know what I mean? And that's just a bodybuilder way of doing it. AM fasted cardio, and I've always done it. Yeah. But let's talk about that for a second because. You know, there's always been this, uh, there's been this counter argument, right? Or there's this been line of this line of thought among bodybuilders that you have to be. I mean, first, let me just say this, right? Like, let's just clarify for our listeners. Basically, the premise behind working out before you go to bed, not eating, and and just crashing, and then also like, or as an alternative, waking up first thing in the morning on a em totally empty stomach because you've just been sleeping for the last eight hours and yeah. running first thing. It's the same logic behind both, right? Like forcing your body to, to burn fat rather than what's in your stomach in a way, right? Um, uh, I guess the AM yeah. always I always thought those were like two ways of essentially trying to do the same thing, no? I think they're the two most popular techniques that they use. I think in the morning you're in a fasted state and 
you know, after you do a 10K run in the evening, you notice how, like, you're sweating for the next 20 minutes, 30 minutes, right? You're still continuing to burn. You're still burning calories. You're still burning fat, whatever, and you're not eating anything, right? When you're going out for that 10K run, though, you're not fasted. When I when I train in the morning, I'm fast. Well, whatever you want to call, I'm in a fasted state or whatever they want to call it. So they're saying you're burn. So I'm probably burning fat during my run. You might be burning fat after your run. I don't know. I see. I see. I see. But the two are often seen as like one or the other. You do one or the other, you're probably gonna get roughly the same results. Am I right? I mean. You are right. Bodybuilders do both close to a show. Close to a show. Yeah. Yeah, they do doubles. But then let's just discuss this, bro, because I know there's this argument that you have to be careful about doing either of those. The 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 running before bed and going to bed without eating anything and or running first thing in the morning without eating anything. I know there's this line of argument you got to be afraid of that because it can uh, it can negatively affect your muscles that it can deplete muscles that your body I guess the logic is you, you know you're not giving your 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 body any any food any calories to work with and so uh, you know you can it can eat away at your muscles it can de- it can delete your muscles and and so like I know that there's some bodybuilders that what they do. Um, they wake up first thing in the morning, they go for like a 20 minute walk or like a half an hour walk. The idea of being yeah. low intensity and that something like actually running for like half an hour, 45 minutes an hour is too intense. It's going to negatively affect your muscular build. Uh, address that elephant in the room, my friend. Well, yeah. And at the same time though, I think a runner who's a competitor, like for me, who's I'm not, a, I'm not a good runner by any means, but somebody who's trying to be competitive in five Ks, for me to run on a treadmill at six miles an hour is probably the same effort as a 250 pound bodybuilder walking on a treadmill on an incline for 20 minutes. I guarantee you both our heart rates are probably between 135 and 145. Okay. But in terms of the the losing the muscle mass thing, I think that's just, it is what it is. I've heard the term. So it's um, you gain fat with muscle and you lose muscle with fat. And that's just mm-hmm. the way it is. And, th- and there's nothing you can do about it. You can't cut calories and not lose any muscle. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why I asked you about your arms. You're going to lose some muscle. Right. And that's the yeah. thing with the, bo- I don't want to talk about bodybuilding too much, mm-hmm. but the bodybuilders, that's when they're using their most drugs is what for these shows, these drug using bodybuilders. It's when they're cutting weight. It's not in the mm-hmm. off season when they're bulking, when they're in a mm-hmm. calorie surplus, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're restricting calories and you're doing fasted cardio, you're going to lose muscle, mm-hmm. right? But is that kind okay, of answer well, your question? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know what? Enough about this. I want to hear about how your training is going. Okay, bro. So, well, f- for me, my training is going amazing because I'm not injured. Well, there you go. So they, fucking cheers to that. Yeah. So... Um, I've been running, you know, well, sometimes I'm running twice a day just because of time constraints. Okay. So I'll, I'll do like this easy 40 jog in the 40 minute jog in the morning on the treadmill. And then in the evening I'll do another workout. Right. Okay. But um, I'm doing the same workout. I'm just trying to run. I'm trying to do a track workout, which I kind of missed two weeks in a row. I can get into okay. that. The first week is cause I was up North. And I actually did this trail run, which was pretty fucking amazing. It's not yeah. long. Yeah, dude. So it's in Dorset, in Dorset, Ontario. Okay. There's a fire tower. I mean, it's not a mountain. For there, it's a mountain because there's no fucking mountains in Ontario. Well, there right. are, but so yeah, it's a, it's a, 
I think from the trailhead to the top yeah. is about 300 feet, and it's okay. a super steep switchback trail. There's even a rope in one section. And once you get to the top, you can climb this fire tower. So it's like four more sets of stairs, maybe five. Mm -hmm. When I went up, though, it was closed because two weeks ago in Ontario, there was a whole bunch of tornado warnings. You hear about these tornado warnings? Yeah. So they had the thing roped off. And I'm not going to be a dick and go up anyways. There was nobody there. It was six in the morning. So I didn't mm -hmm. do that. But it's this super steep trail up. Mm -hmm. And then there's a two and a half kilometer trail down that's not so steep wow yeah so i rip up this tr steep trail and then i just f well for me you know i'm not i'm not that fast but i bomb this downhill back to mm. the car and i did that twice and then nice I, yeah i did it twice and then i did it one more time i went up the steep way and back down the steep way gone and it was just like a wicked workout you know so that's three six about a thousand feet of climbing and um it's just a cool workout man and there's not like there's not too much like that around here maybe at a ski resort uh yeah i don't know well there's no ski resorts in toronto so but you know like there's one you know by milton or something like that i don't know if they have trails that you're actually allowed to run on mm. but um i did that and then um i did like uh because i didn't do my speed workout i did like a and for me this i feel like i'm spraying even though i'm not fucking spraying um well i'm sort of spraying uh i did a 7k in like 31 minutes and 45 seconds nice yeah okay okay say that one more time a 7k in 31 like 40 something i was just using my stopwatch nice. i'll tell you how it happened i just mm. i was jogging to the end of the road mm. and i know that's 3k and i kept going and i went down to the river just yeah. to like dunk my head because it was pretty hot. And I looked at my watch mm. and I remember thinking like, whoa, that's pretty fast. I feel pretty good. So I'm just going to give her back. Yeah. So I think that's a good sign because my last 8K I did in like 36.59. Yeah. So I'm thinking, and I stopped and like dunked my head in the river and didn't stop my watch. Mm. So I'm thinking like I'm definitely in like a little bit better shape that I was in. And the interesting thing, that was the same week I did the fire tower stuff. And I and I mentioned how I'm not trying to lose weight right now. Check this out. I put on weight. Mm. And that week that I was off on vacation running, I was eating a lot of crap. Mm. I feel way better. Yeah. Guys think like, especially guys like you and me who are naturally heavier, think like, oh, if we just got down to like 170 or 165, we'd be like so fit. We, but I think, like, for me, when I got down to 176 or whatever for my last race, I was just restricting food too much that mm -hmm. I just didn't have any – I wasn't smashing workouts, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I feel like right now I'm not going to lose – I'm, like, 185. Mm -hmm. I remember on the last podcast I said I was 183. I was, like, 180. I, was, I wasn't that big. But I think right now I'm, like, 185. And I'm just going to keep – I'm going to keep my weight right here. I'm going to keep eating and just training hard. Nice. Within reason. Yeah. Like I'm not going to be smashing meals before bed, but I'm eating proper. You know what I mean? I'm not yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not being, you're not, you're not putting like, like you're not, yeah, you're not going above and beyond to restrain the fucking food that goes in your mouth. Yeah. And then this week, actually, I went to do my track workout and I forgot my fucking puffer. I. So I got there and I was like doing my warm up. You know what I did? I was going to do a thirty minute warm up because you mm. told me about your thirty minute track warm up. Yeah. Just to, I know why you had your reasons for doing it, but I, last time I did it for 10 minutes, I thought maybe, you know, I'm like 20 minutes warming up and I'm like, fuck, I forgot my puffer. So I just did a 10K easy 
on the track and went home. So it's a little uninspiring. But um, the thing is why I have to take the puffer, bro. And I, I know you've had problems with this in the past. But with me, you know what happens is mm. so when you start cranking, yeah, your bronchial tubes or whatever constrict and you start wheezing. That's not the actual problem. The problem is mm. your lung, my lungs fill up with muck. Okay. Mu mucus, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And I'm fucked for like four days. It's like I have really? yeah, it's like I have bronchitis for four days and it messes up my whole week. Wow. So I wanted to go still, but I knew better. I'm like, I can't and it's worse when it's cold. It wasn't cold, but it doesn't matter. Like it has to do with humidity. My doctor was telling me about it. Humidity, temperature. But anyway, so that fucked up that workout. Yeah. But um I'm 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 doing good. I got no injuries. I don't yeah. know what races I'm doing this fall. I talked about that half marathon. I don't think I'm going to do that now. Just because I did that no. one. I did that training one. And it's yeah. 75 It's seventy-five bucks, eh? Yeah, it's a little steep. <laughs> it's a little steep. And, dude, you know what's interesting that I found online in southern Ontario? There's a bunch of, like, trail 510Ks mm. that are, like, 10 bucks to enter. You just show up. There's a mech one. You just show up, flip them 10, 15 bucks, and you're in. Yeah. And it's on a trail. Yeah. So I thought about doing those just as like preparation for my two. Like the one that I'm thinking about doing the 5K one is like, I'm not going to be competitive, but it's a fast yeah. course. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I, I don't know about this half marathon. It's in a month. I may do it. I may not. But yeah, that's my training. Um, it's going good. I don't, I'm not going to talk too much more about it. Uh, yeah, as long as I stay. Are you still doing those fucking sprints? Uh, I have done them, yeah, since I've And you're not injured. Are you not injured? I'm not injured. Dude, I'm calling you right now. I'm just waiting to see because, no, those beat me up, man. Like, yeah. you talk, like, and this is the thing. Everybody talks about how many miles a week they run, how many kilometers I run. To me, like, I did that 10K at the track. Yeah. And to me, that was like a fucking joke. I came home. I didn't, I didn't, like, I didn't drink any water during the run. Yeah. I did on my treadmill like one like in the middle of a 5k. Yeah. I did 1 mile at 9 miles an hour. That was more work than running a 1 hour 10k to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just curious but you're saying you're going and doing these 100 meter sprints and you're not getting injured. Mhm. Mm That's what you're saying. Yeah, it is what I'm saying. It's a fact. Okay. And it's a good workout. It's a great workout. Okay. Okay, bro. So yeah, that's my training. Um, is there anything you want? Actually, wait a second. I sent you a link for those shoes. Did you pick up those shoes? I did not. Okay. Well, what shoes did you pick up? I haven't. No, I I oh, did dude. not pick up any shoes. <laughs> You're um, the man. I basically I have been I have been running in this pair of like A6 gel cumulus sure whatever they're about three years old now i want to say i mean there's literally holes in them and i'm not i'm not trying to be funny or whatever like literally i can see my socks when i put these shoes on there's holes in them and i've just been running with them and i know they need to be replaced i just here's the thing i hate shopping yeah um you know i at this particular phase of my life i'm on a bit of a budget i don't just fucking drop you know 150 dollars on a on a new pair of shoes uh too easily you know yeah and you know you and me both have kind of gone back and forth with this whole notion of like how important is gear right 
I yeah. mean, you know, like you and me have talked about like fucking uh Terry Fox ran across Canada and like basically a pair of like Adidas Sambas, you know what I mean? And like okay. one interesting thing for the listeners that I, I wanna I wanna hear your shoe thing. <laughs> I work with a guy who was like a, a 14 minute he was like a 14 50 minute sorry fuck i'm fucking this up. a 14 50 second 5k in like high school and was no big deal because all the right there was so many guys that were faster than him and i asked him about what shoes they wore and they were like he was like yeah there was like two to choose from there was like nike and adidas yeah. and this is in the 70s there wasn't 75 like they all wore the same shoes I've always been a, you know, I'm a grimy dude. Like when I started running, I never did research into what kind of shoes I did. I just ran in sneakers, you know, <laughs> I yeah. found a pair of sneakers and I put them on my feet and I started running. So I've, I've, you know, on the other hand, I mean, last time or yeah, last time when I invested in these shoes three years ago, I went to a running room. I, you know, they had some real neat dude there who's like, you know, measured my feet and then he got me to run down the hallway and look at the way I run and asked me how much I weighed and he found these shoes for me. And yeah, they felt like they felt great. You know, they felt great. So, I mean, I'm not trying to deny that there's a difference between any old tattered up piece of leather you strap to your feet and, you know, the optimal running shoes. I'm just saying like, I don't know. Like, I'm just sometimes skeptical. I mean, let's face it. There's an industry. We can take a Marxist analysis of it. There's an industry that makes a lot of money on convincing you you need their shoes to perform your best, right? So, I mean, we always have to take that with a grain of salt. That being said, the current shoes I'm running in have holes in them, and I know full well it's about time to buy a new pair. And you suggest me a pair. I think I'm going to buy them. Uh, but you tell me what, what's going on with you. What, what are you running in nowadays? The shoes I recommended for you were the Kinvara sixes by Sockney, Kinvara sevens. I don't know. The thing that I do, bro, that like, and for this shoe in particular, it doesn't fucking change. They're on like Kinvara eight or something. Mm. And they've been the same shoe every single time. They make like color changes and they like change a tiny little thing about like, you know, like the heel cup or something, but it's basically the same shoe. And I know like out, like an outlet store, I can go and get Kinvara. I think mine are sevens mm. and they're like $64.99. Mm. But if you go and get the brand new ones at a running store, I don't mm. think the Kinvaras are quite as expensive as some of them. Maybe they're cheaper, but all these shoes are like $139, $159, $169. Mm. it's insane i could buy three pairs of shoes sometimes for the price that people are paying for like that brand new model right yeah Who all the athletes were wearing last year like yeah you know what i mean they're not like coming out the next year smashing course records with these new shoes right it's the same yeah. shit every time but i like them so they're, they're the Kamvara, like i said i think they're the Kamvara sevens maybe they're even sixes it doesn't matter that's what i recommended for you because they're super light but they're still pretty cushioned and if you can basically run in like a three-year-old pair of shoes there's no way that these shoes could get you injured i know that yours are like a neutral shoe i think you mentioned that but bro the other shoes that i have that are the bees knees for me i haven't used a lot of trail shoes but i've actually like just because they're so nice to run in i'm like fuck it and i run with them on the road even though i know that it wears out the lugs yeah. Are these sketcher go trails, dude? 
Yeah. And they were like 60 bucks by Skechers Performance. You know, hmm. there's a guy on YouTube that does running shoot reviews. And I always watch his videos and he recommended it because he's like, dude, these are 50 bucks, 60 bucks. They're good shoes. Try them out, right? That's what he was wow. saying. Wow. So I bought them and dude, I'm running on them on the track. I'm, I'm basically just, the only time I'm not running on them is on my treadmill downstairs. Okay. I have, a, I have these Convaras downstairs in front of the treadmill. Hmm. Yeah, I'm just rocking these shoes, man. Skechers, hmm. Gotro. The only thing is the Skechers, right? That's a little weird, don't hmm. you think? Even though they're big, they're actually big in running, Skechers performance. When, when I told you Skechers, what were you like? Were you like... No, when you tell me Skechers, I picture an outlet mall in Cambridge, Ontario. I mean, I, you know, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, I, and that is perhaps totally ignorant of me, but like, yeah, yeah. They make I, those... mean, I, I picture pay for less. Yeah, no, you know, the, and they made those shoes. For Pays for less, shoes for less. You have this pay... idea. Yeah. Yeah, Bargain pay less. Brand. Yeah, pay less for shoes. Yeah, that's what I picture when you say Skechers, but hey. Yeah, I know, and I think they sketch so Skechers Performance. Long story short, it's its own thing, and they sponsor all these like hardcore runners. I think they're like the main sponsor of the Boston Marathon. Wow, I'm gonna like confirm that, cool. or like the LA Marathon. I'm gonna confirm mm -hmm. that, and I will edit this out if I'm wrong. But I've but they like there's there's this marathon runner like one of the best ever in the states, Meb. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's like a Skechers Performance athlete. Yeah. So they're actually the bee's knees, but nobody really knows about them. Like outside of like hardcore runners. Yeah. Because didn't Skechers make those shoes for women that looked like moon shoes and they were like curved on the bottom? Do you remember that? Like five, ten years ago. <laughs> I and don't remember like, this. Yeah, dude. They're supposed to like build your calves. Oh, shit. I do not remember yeah, this. Yeah, and I can't remember exactly what they're called. Okay. So I, I think that's it for the episode tonight, guys. Again, um... You can check us out on Instagram if you want. Um, also, if you guys want to leave a review on iTunes, uh, go for it, man. We'd really appreciate it. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, thepredicast at gmail.com. Anything else you want to add, bro? No, man, that's good. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Okay. Good night, everybody. Peace.